Hey guys, this episode is a vlog. That's where we're gonna start. If you didn't catch that by the title, I wanna make sure you understand this was actually made to be a video that is consumable over on my YouTube page. So if you want to get the full experience, you wanna make sure you actually watch the video that goes along with it. But I know a bunch of you have asked us to post the vlog audio on the podcast, so that's what this is all about. Check it out here, but if you want a greater, more exciting experience with some really good editing, go check out my YouTube page. The link is in the show notes. Hi guys, it's Rach. Welcome to another episode of the show and some big news. <sighs> We're moving. Very specifically, we are moving back to California slash Los Angeles, which is where we are from originally. Maybe some of you have been noticing <laughs> slowly but surely the room behind me has been emptying of stuff. The chair that I'm sitting in has changed. Like we've slowly been packing things up. So it's time to tell you guys what's going on. This is good. This is a good massage. I'm documenting it so other other moms can be so jealous because their kids don't give them these kind of massages. Wow. This is more of like a pushing. This is the chaos. <laughs> but like, I'm getting there. I'm cleaning everything out. So just taking, uh, taking a lot. that I was gonna need support. And my support system is in LA. Was all my best friends, my family's in Southern California, my kid's dad's family's in Southern California. Everybody's there. Pretty quickly, I would say, maybe within a month, the kids started asking, the, the older kids. They were like, hey, does this mean that we're gonna go back to LA? And I was like, we're not gonna make any decisions. We can't do any, like we are just trying to survive right now. Like we're not gonna change anything. We're not gonna do anything. But as the months went on, we started to talk about it more and more. And it felt like absolutely the right decision for us. I had set up my life and my work so that I only traveled when the kids were with their dad. And I had a really great system in that I was here fully present with them whenever they were with me. And when they were with their dad, I, that's when I went out of town. And I do my podcast that you're listening to or you're watching, I do this show in person. I'm, I'm very strict with guests now that it has to be in person because I just think the quality of the conversation is a thousand times better and 
I don't know about you guys, but I just, I'm tired of talking to people through a screen. I don't want to do that anymore. I want to be with real people in real life. It's why I'm going on a podcast tour this summer. I just want to be in the room with you. Like, I want to see your outfit and how you did your hair. I just, I want to see real people. I had put it out. We'd booked a bunch of people. And then I found myself with all of these podcast dates set up. And in order to accommodate them, I was going to have to travel away from my kids. And I was traveling to LA. So I was like, this is crazy. The only way that I can actually do this work and not have to leave the kids is that the work has to be in the same place that the kids are. We made the decision as a family to move back to LA. I had been looking for a place in LA for about nine months. I had been, I was like, I'm gonna get a little one bedroom, cute little something, and I'm gonna put the podcast studio in this space, and then I'm gonna just sleep there whenever I come to town, but that's also where the podcast is gonna be. And every time I would be like, oh my gosh, this is perfect, this is exactly where I wanna be, it would not work out, it would fall through the cracks, like the weirdest stuff would happen, people would be about to rent their place, and then all of a sudden they'd be like, actually, we don't wanna rent it, we're gonna live in it instead, like just the weirdest stuff happened where I was like, what is going on? Why, I'm like trying to manifest it, I'm using all my things, like visualizing me in this great little, you know, tete-a-tete, like I'm in this little something, like having a podcast interview, walking to get coffee, doing the whole thing. I'm like, why won't this work? And now, now I'm like, because the universe knew that I was gonna need a, a bigger place. Like if I had signed a lease to rent something, I would have been trapped in this thing and not able to make this move. So just a reminder that when stuff isn't working out, don't try and force it. Because now I'm like, oh, that's why. We were looking at places, nothing was really that good. Nothing really like, spoke to me or felt like, oh, we belong here. This is what we're supposed to do. We went, my boyfriend and I went out. He's like, I just feel like today's the day. You're gonna walk into the house. Like it's gonna be the day. We pull up in front of the house. I'm like, oh, this is cute. Like this little vibe. The door opens and there's a woman standing there, the real estate agent. And she's like, Rachel? And I'm like, she and I used to go to church together five or six years before. She's like, oh my gosh, what are you doing here? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh my gosh, well, I'm looking for da-da-da-da. I already had such a good feeling. Just seeing her made me feel like something's going on here. Which I also think, like, look for that when you're trying to make a big move, at least for me, like, I'm looking for synchronicities. I'm looking for, like, ding, ding, ding. Like, I'm looking for something that feels too aligned to not be aligned. Immediately, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. Like it was so ideal for our family and it had a studio in the backyard, which is now the podcast studio. And it just worked out so stinking beautifully. We were like, okay, this is amazing. I'm like, I will take it, get me this, let me have this thing. I don't even think the house had made it onto the market yet. Um, it was just so like, perfect how fast it went. It turned out that the woman that I used to go to church with has this long-standing relationship with the people who had owned the house. She's like, Rachel's the best. They're like, if you say Rachel's the best, like done, done, done. It never even made it to market. Like we were the 
first people that walked in and saw it. And it all just unfolded so beautifully. So um, yeah, we're moving back to LA. We have been slowly like moving <laughs> very, you know, like packing up slowly, slowly going. And then last weekend, the moving truck came and like basically everything that's not going in cars is gone. So what you are looking at is one of very few things that are still in this house. Um, as I, we're still here, we're still like sleeping in mattresses, doing whatever. Um, but this is, this is like, this setup is ba like, those are suitcases behind me. There's no books on the shelf. The, the house looks like some kind of weird, like we're squatters or something. New York again in Brooklyn specifically that's where I am going to the gym I'm gonna get ready for my show what's going on what's going oh, on today well, Jack um, we are doing our last test show, but our first one in New York. Last week in LA went really well. Now I would like every person who has ever gotten a period in this room to imagine for one moment, one moment, what would happen if all of a sudden, tomorrow, men got periods? Imagine for one second, that your husband, if you have one, your brother, your daddy, wearing their polo shirt, right? Listening to Howard Stern or whatever controversial radio station they listen to when they drive their Cadillac to the golf course. Imagine that his butthole started to cramp. Like bad, like bad period cramps in his butthole. You think he's still driving the car? No, he's petrified. He flips the caddy around. He's headed back to mama. He wants to ask her what's going on, right? His butthole's cramping and then all of a sudden, his penis starts to go. Butthole. Teen, right? You think he's just like, oh. no, no. His butthole's cramping. His penis is going. He does a test. What's happening? He pulls his hand up. There's blood. He's wrecking the Cadillac, first of all. If he's already at home, he's screaming. He's freaking out. Like, don't lie. If all of a sudden you started to bleed out of your pee hole, boys, you would freak out. And in case you're wondering, just one more thing. Just one more thing, guys. Do you think, guys, that it's just a nice little, like a little drip drop? <laughs> Like a leaky 
hopefully the New York crowd likes it as much as the LA crowd. I actually right now am adjusting the show notes from last week. Also need to have this printed, so it's gonna, you know, as you know, because you printed it for me the last time, there's a lot of funny stories on here about intimate details of my life. But yeah, that's uh, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing in New York, and I'm excited. I'm also interested because the whole thing was like, this was sort of the first time that people could like have a drink and chill out and be at the show. And last week's theater wasn't really like, they, it wasn't really like have a drink, but tonight is literally a wine bar. Oh, So perfect. I'm like, this could go one of two ways. <laughs> could be amazing. I don't know what to expect. The universe will provide. And are we sold out? We're sold out. And I'm excited because last week was fun, but I was really nervous. So I feel like this week will be less nerves, more fun and then we'll just keep going until it's all fun all the time. It's the same structure since the first time, but I've come up with some more, I think some better transitions and some of the stories that like we talked about didn't like land. So I have some different ways to try it and hopefully it lands a little better. You know how many, very many like 20 some, I'm gonna need 20 something or younger than 25. Younger than 25? Bless you. Did your mom bring you or you're here? What was that? I brought my mom. You brought your mom! Oh my gosh! Okay, I have some questions. It's so much more fun. Yeah. It's so much more fun. Doing a conference, I'll leave that and I'll really feel like, okay, I did the best I could possibly do. I tried my best to help people. I hope that God's proud of what I did. Like, I hope I did a good job, right? I hope the universe is like, yeah, good job, girl, you did it. Um, this time it's way more fun because it's just lighter. Can we just be real in this room? Can we just, if you wax this regularly, can I get a, can I get a hand? Okay. If you shave this regularly, okay. If it's 1972 here, can I get a truth bomb? You know, at conference, it's like, we get into some heavy stuff, we unpack some, and that's good work, but laughter is good work too. And I actually think, I, I hope, that has a broader opportunity for women to come because it's so much about laughing and telling stories. And then I like sneak attack, you know, yeah. like I sneak attack the personal development. You're like laughing about a story about my pubes and then all of a sudden I'm like, let's talk about your inner child. And people are like, what? We talked about um, this idea of why we keep doing things that we know we shouldn't do, why we're not listening to this inner wisdom. And she said that she struggles with it in business. Is there anyone else who feels like they're struggling with mindset or relationships or, yeah, yes ma'am. Oh yeah, no, if you raise your hands, like you're in. <laughs> Everyone's beautiful, great. Who wore their good bra tonight? Yeah, you didn't need to. I'm wearing a Target sports bra, so that's what we're working with. The great thing about this show is that you had to be 18 to get into this room, right? Yeah? Uh, which means that I'm gonna cuss a little. And uh, still love Jesus, but I cuss a little, and that's what's gonna happen tonight, so get ready. Our first morning in LA, of course I'm up very early because I'm on Texas time. We don't have our coffee pot. We have our, our um, espresso machine made it here, but the actual drip coffee pot didn't. So I am boiling water for coffee. Don't mind the dog bowls. We're making it work.
stuff. Well, we have been unpacking for two days. Well, more than that, if you count like the first round of packing, but from having moved here, we are on day three. It may not surprise you to know that I'm the kind of person that I can't really do anything else until the house is unpacked. I can't work, I can't, like I've just, for two days straight, have just been unpacking boxes, but like, we're getting there, guys. We're getting there. This room is like probably the most, unpack this in the kitchen, I'll give you just like a little sneak peek. So this is essentially like our family room and I did all of our games under the coffee table so that when we're sitting here lounging, we're encouraged to like do it. And then look, I did all these. All the jars are filled with Noah's like match game, little puzzles, we've got all of our family Polaroids. I have a thousand Polaroids in my house. <laughs> I love having pictures surrounding us of like the times that we've had. Let me show you this. We don't really know my like decor yet, but we're going with it. Pictures, 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 some guitars. We're gonna get a piano that'll go here. But this room is, uh, she's starting to come together. Okay, dining room is better. Uh, still pretty chaotic though, <laughs> but better. It's looking better. Little coffee setup. Uh, this is a vintage painting I found in Hawaii once that I thought was so cool. So probably the biggest thing about my house is art. Some of it is fancy and some of it like this are framed pictures that my kids have done over the years. And then this is really cool. So this is, it's like seven, eight, I don't know how tall this is, this stick. Um, so when my, kids were younger. I mean, probably most parents do this, right? Like you mark on the wall how tall they are. But when I got divorced, I moved out of the house that had all of the markings. So for my first Mother's Day, my oldest son got me the pole and then marked like the history of everyone's height on the pole. So no matter where I go, I just take it with me, but I have all their heights from forever, which is pretty cool. It feels so good. It feels so good. Like to be back in a place where I have community. That's the thing. I don't have community here. My kids have community. They have friends, amazing sports teams, uh, just like amazing. But I don't have, my friends used to live here. My friends moved back to LA for very much the same reasons that I am moving back to LA. The very first weekend that we went back to the house, we took the kids there and I mean, we had barely any furniture. I mean, we didn't have furniture. We we're just all kind of like making it work. And I invited my best friends over and you know, she brought her son and we we're all like swimming in the pool. And I just, I was so emotional about it because my kids are like back with their aunties and like her son who's two, does not know me like i fly out for his birthday and stuff but like he doesn't know who i am and i'm like oh we are about to be best friends micah you have no idea we're about to be bffs but like it matters it matters that you have people that you can invite over for a barbecue it's our first weekend at the new house and uh it's the first time for this bad boy in LA, not ever, but I'm smoking a brisket, which I've never smoked brisket before, only pork and chicken and things like that. So lots of exciting things in the new house, but it's almost time for me to wrap the meat. If you are a 
smoker, you understand what that means, but I've been up since very early getting her ready because we're gonna have a uh, like pool party today with some friends um, and sort of settle in to the new house. What are you doing here, baby? Oh, I'm smoking some meat. It's my very first time smoking some meat at the new house, mm -hmm. and this is how I look, and, uh, and I'm waiting for my... Oh, oh, went to 176. We're waiting for 175. It's not, it's a... Wait, wait, are you ready for the reveal? Wow. God, please work. This looks amazing. Please work. We need to go up to 203. 203 specifically. All right. 203. Go, 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 go. Oh, God, please work. What you doing? Um, Jack, I am taking all the plastic wrap off of our new podcast studio fridge, which is going to be filled almost exclusively with very sparkling waters, but possibly also, you know, like beer or champagne. I don't know. We're slowly getting this room together. It feels admittedly a little chaotic, but I actually like that you guys are seeing it like not perfect yet because then every time we get new stuff, you're going to be like, cool. Oh my God. So I cry on every <laughs> podcast. Guys, this is the very first solo moment in the new podcast studio, in the new house, in Los Angeles. Yeah, so I live in LA now. I live in LA again. It's going, it's a lot. Not because of LA, not because, but just because moving with four children in summertime when they don't have to go to school and you work from home, that's a lot. It's honestly, I'm not even gonna lie because I just like, I wanna be real and you guys get it because I know a lot of you are moms. I feel a little overwhelmed. More than overwhelmed, I feel like kind of burned out. Just kind of the amount of little tiny baby details that I have had to keep track of for the last few weeks, but even more than that, the last few months, I just, my my brain, my body, everything's feeling a little, it's a lot. I'm not even gonna lie, give me a week, I'll be right back, you know, feeling good, feeling groovy, whatever, but truthfully like yesterday evening it really hit me yesterday felt like a very hard day you know you're trying to work you're trying to unpack and little kids especially during summertime just like they're needy they need 1000 things they they need lots of food cuddles attention gameplay like i'm just just doing doing a lot of the things but the new house is great i actually feel it feels really good here and everybody who's come over to do interviews they're just like oh this is your house like this is so cool that you're doing it at home it's not a hundred percent perfect it's so silly but I'm in a neighborhood that I haven't lived in before I've been in LA but not in this neighborhood so it's really fun I, I sound like such a nerd but it's fun to like figure out okay where's my gas station or where's my like yesterday I Filled up my gas tank, which costs $1,000 in California, by the way. Holy crap. I'm not complaining. I'm thankful. But oh my word, the gas prices. Uh, so I filled up my tank and then I got a car wash. And I was like, okay, I now know where my neighborhood gas station is. I know where my neighborhood car wash is. 
I've got the grocery store down. Like I'm just finding my things. I still don't have a manicure place yet. And this is so grown out. Do not look closer at it. It's, it's, it's really bad. Why is it too that like when you get the most, you know, fun, wild manicures is when you also can't like get in to have them redone. So not only are, is it just sort of way too loud for me, but it's also so grown out. You know, yesterday I was sort of hitting this point of overwhelm just because, <laughs> you know, when you like move into a place, I don't know if you guys feel like this, but you move into a place that it's like you are, you work so hard, you like unpack a whole closet or whatever and you put everything away and it takes hours and then you go into another room and it's like, and there's more stuff to unpack. So that's where the overwhelm's coming from is just this endless like, okay, as soon as this room's done, then I'm gonna go help my teenagers with their bathroom organization. And then I'm gonna go help my you know son hang pictures on the wall. There's just always something right now. I was like, okay, what can we do in this moment to like help ourself. Yes, I'm speaking in third person, me talking to me. I'm like, okay, what can you do? And in these moments of life is full on, life is a lot. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of people counting on you. There's a lot of stuff that you gotta do. I think it's super easy to get overwhelmed because our scope gets really big. Like we're looking at such a big wide view of like, this is what I have to do next. This is what I have to do now. And then there's so many details and my brain is kind of in this like, <laughs> and in that sort of chaotic state, my brain's like, what else? What else? What else? My view is really big. So what helps me and maybe will help you is to narrow your scope, to narrow your focus, to say, Jeffrey's going to get to go on a walk maybe next week. We're going to hold on that because that is not a priority right now. I get really narrowed focus and I go, what are two or three things that are the only things that matter right now? I really only had two because these two things would ensure that I am able to show up well for my kids, for my work right now in this season. And those two things are health and sleep. And every day, I'm like, I don't want to work out. Every day. And every day, I'm like, you're going to work out. You're going to do it. You're going to go to the gym or you're going to go to a yoga class, or you're going to go on a run, you're going to do something. But you have to do something because health was the one, the number one thing that you committed. It's really weird that I'm talking to myself. But I do, do you guys do that? I do talk to myself, like I coach myself and I'm like, okay, Rach, you know, you said that you were going to work out and you know you're going to feel better on the other side of that workout. You may not want to do it right now, but you know you're going to feel better in the end. You know it's going to be good for your stress. You know it's going to be good for your brain. All the things, just put your shoes on and go. Just do it. Just just go. Put your sneakers on. Go on a jog. It doesn't have to be something intense, but just go do the thing. I was reminded today again of like health for me, it's not just getting the movement in. It's not just the stretching. It's not just making sure you get really good sleep. It's also what we put into our body or what we consume is gonna affect our overall health. And as things calm down and our family finds its rhythm, then I'll be able to start to do other things. I'll be able to pull in 
you know, another thing to focus on. I'll be able to expand in a bigger way. But for right now, that's what we're doing. We're just focusing on those two, health and sleep. All right, you guys, thank you so much for hanging with me for another vlog episode. If you are here, it means that you watched an entire episode about my life, and I hope that means that you dig the content that we put out as a team. If so, I would love it if you give this video a thumbs up, if you subscribe to the channel so you never miss an episode, and uh, maybe tell a friend. You're like, hey, this girl looks like Cookie Monster, but she's cute. She sometimes says wise things, we hope. I will be back soon with more. Until then, remember, I love you and I'm rooting for you. <laughs>